Hey, what's the deal with this Royal Rumble match thing? Well, Lewis, in the Royal Rumble match, it's all about the numbers. One? The number of times Brian Kendrick has competed in a Royal Rumble match. Ten. The number of years Abdullah reigned as the King of Saudi Arabia. Eleven? Ah, Kane set the record for the most eliminations in a single Royal Rumble match. Will this be the year that the Big Red Machine tops his terrifying record? 173 and 0? The length of Vladimir Kozlov's winning streak before losing to Kevin Nash at Starcade. 33 and a third percent chance? The likelihood that Triple H will win all of the matches. And in the end, isn't that the most telling number of all? Samoa Joe, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> That's not bad, actually. All I know is I've been doing that show for 337 episodes, so I must be doing something right. And, and what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? I'm hosting a goddamn national television show. Now I'm on a goddamn radio station. Okay, so we're up to, this is episode, um, eight, nine. Eight. Eight? Eight. Is it? Let me look on our podcast. <laughs> We're fucking terrible at this. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give this episode seven. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, my fucking podcast app is Are broken. Are you sub to our podcast? I am. Good, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Alright. I need beer before this. I never know how to start one of these fucking things. That's Joe how- Rogan experience! Joe Rogan all day! <laughs> What's up, freak bitches? <laughs> Whatever the fuck he says. Boys and girls, welcome to the PG Wrestling Retrospective, an in-depth exploration of wrestling's least celebrated era. My name is Lewis, and I am here with Jay Smooth, a.k.a. Jack. <laughs> a.k.a. John. Oh, no. Oh, no. You spilled the secret. <laughs> oh, no, boys. We found out nah, your secret. Nah, me, Jay Smooth. Don't worry about it. Jay Smooth. I need to change, like, because... The logo says with Jack and Lewis. I should put with Lewis and Jay Smooth. Arnold and Jay Smooth. No, <laughs> Arnold. That's going to be my blog name. So we are here on episode... Eight. Eight, yeah. <laughs> well, eight, I guess. We've had eight episodes, but one was the episode zero. Episode zero, thing, so yeah. It doesn't count. Remember that? I listened to that. That was pretty good. Yeah, that's probably the most production I've done in one of these, besides the last one, which took me like 20 hours of editing, because I'm yeah. shit at editing. Good. <laughs> Today we are here to look at. Oh fuck! <laughs> okay, my computer is going to get its volume turned down. Voice. That was something telling me that I had a uni seminar that I don't have because it's uni holidays and I need to fix my fucking calendar. We are here to look at the Royal Rumble 2009. 2009. We're finally in the best calendar year of wrestling ever. I don't know. I'm a big fan of 2010. No. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of 2011. No, 2009 boys. is my year. See, 2009. I think it's like halfway through this year is when I come into like my fandom. So it'll be cool to like get some stuff that I'm vaguely familiar with I now. St- yeah, I started watching at the start of 2010, just before the Rumble. But I like, like 
I didn't experience 2009, but I went back and like watched it all in preparation oh, yeah, for all of 2010. Didn't you have like every 2009 show yeah. on DVD? Yeah, man. Holy shit, know. that's commitment, bro. So basically, I just like went back and watched it all and experienced it all. So 2009, this is my year. You should see his bedroom. It is the fucking messiest thing I've ever seen. And my Messy bed is your bedroom. My bed is a mattress on the floor, and it's still not as messy as your it's bedroom. Definitely way cleaner than yours. Dude, have you seen your own fucking room? You've got I like have. shit laying everywhere. You got Yu-Gi-Oh! cards and like shout out Yu-Gi-Oh cards I literally remember I went to your house and you just had like a little coffee table thing in your lounge room and it on it it just had a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards and then a thing of fucking Clearasil <laughs> and I was like what, what? a meme <laughs> what? I don't remember that this is like one of this was like last sure year sure it wasn't like your Clearasil no I don't do Clearasil anymore I have the little uh the facial moisturizers okay because I don't give a shit about my appearance because I'm single again, you know. Oh, ladies, ladies. He's single and ready to be afraid of commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Much like um, The Undertaker, I am single and spooky. 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 Every time he does it, there's a big gong go off. It's really crazy. The fuck, dude? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like the, um, when Undertaker has, like, um, Teddy Long in the limo where there's, like, smoke everywhere and there's lights going, like, bong, and I'm just like, hey, baby girl, (laughs) enjoy- no, it's like, buckle up, Teddy. (laughs) Anyway, we are here. Royal Rumble, 25th of January, 2009, from everyone's favorite city, if your name is Eminem, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. Oh, I love Detroit. Nothing is, like- as good as an example for poor urban ex- like expansion, maybe besides oh, Melbourne. It's on the ups- upswing now. Detroit's on the upswing yeah. now? I thought Detroit was like a downswing ever since Kevin Nash left. Yeah, but now it's on the upswing. Ah, so and now, so no one's no one's like um, sticking guns down their pants and accidentally shooting themselves. No. Does that happen in 8 Mile? Yes, yeah. that's yeah. in 8 Mile. <laughs> The What's one the movie name? that we the both love. Like Chuck E. Cheese or something, I don't know. I don't no, he's um, fucking Mum's Spaghetti Boy. No, I know, like, B-Rabbit, but B-Rabbit isn't the one that shoots himself in the No, no, it's his... It's his dumb white friend, called, like, Chuck E. Cheese. I love how you say dumb white friend, not, like, Eminem's white. No, because he's got dumb black friends as well. (laughs) You need to make it... I don't actually see race, bro. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, the pay-per-view buys... 450,000 approx worldwide. It's almost like this is a big four pay-per-view. It's almost like it's down 125,000 buys from the previous year, though. Yeah, but it's up 300,000 buys from the previous pay-per-view, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's not saying much that we got the Armageddon's and it's like, oh, shit, the most anticipated pay-per-view at the start of the year, the kickoff to the road to WrestleManias, bro. Speaking of the road to WrestleMania... The entranceway for this Oh, it's a fucking road! It's a literal road. Because <laughs> they wanted to hype up it being the road to WrestleMania. It's like, so it's got, stupid. like, the yellow, like, lines down the middle and everything. It's literally, like, um... I think they did it because, like, people get eliminated and they walk off and then people enter. So they have to have the lanes separated. <laughs> I don't think that's how that worked. No, they just kind of bump into each <laughs> other. Like, um, I remember... This is completely off topic, but I remember I, like, had an old wrestling game, and it was, like, you throw a guy out of the Royal Rumble match, and they just fucking disappear. Like, they just fucking vanish. And then I played, like, SVR 2010 or 2009 or something, and I was like, holy shit, when you eliminate someone from a Rumble match, they walk backstage. Like, they don't just disappear. That's amazing.
name wasn't McMahon, you would be a complete nobody. Since your daughter here has popped you out a couple of grandkids, she has become essentially worthless. Who the hell do you think you are? You apologize to me or else I'll terminate you right here on the spot. Anyway, vignette boys. Oh yeah, the opening one. It's Let It Rock by Kevin Rudolph, set to action shots of wrestlers, which I thought was pretty hype. And then Orton was like, also I beat up Vince yeah, McMahon. No. So they're doing like, Let It Rock, and then there's everyone doing Let like, rock. the weird, like, abandoned church, but there's rain outside shots, you know, those with the stained glass. Those are my favourite <laughs> shots. And then halfway through it's I'm like, oh, this is so hype, this is actually really cool, Rumble Highlights. It's not, like, creative, but it's real hype. And then halfway through, Randy Orton's music kicks in, like, really chopped and screwed. Shout out, Dirty South. And, um, yeah, that kind of ruined it for me. I thought it was, like, it was really good, like, because they build up, like, the, the prestige where people such as Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Big John Studd Spoiler. have won the spoiler. <laughs> that, that's going to be our next one. We're going to be, like, the career of Big John Studd. <laughs> fucking amazing and then like the good job of like hyping Orton being a fucking psychopath and he is yeah yeah and you're like oh is Orton gonna get fired no I think he's probably winning the rumble match (laughs) Uh, anyways opening contest we actually have an ECW title match guess what happened in between shows what happened in between shows your boy Jack Swagger beat Matt Hardy for his title and I think he's actually undefeated like, I think they're doing the Kozlov-Goldberg push. Yeah, like, they announced this, but, like, it's because, like, in between the opening promo we were just talking about and them talking about the match, it goes to, like, a weird cold opening, cold opener, and it's like, wait, are you going to talk about the Matt Hardy match, or are you going to talk about, like, Randy Orton, and they talk about Randy Orton? Oh, yeah, because they do, like, the dead wrestler voice and shit. Yeah, like, it's and like, I'm sorry, but... Uh, it's Colin King. And no, isn't they, it JR? Cause no, it's Colin King. Oh, it's Colin King. Um, and it cuts to them... It's before the pyro even goes off, actually. So it's like a cold open, but not Ugh, a cold open. They, they really haven't yet at the start. They really fucking love doing their dead wrestler yeah, voice, say, don't they? Oh, did Owen Hart die? No, nope. nope. they're just talking about Randy might get fired. Yeah, no, they're straight up like, and our uh, condolences to the McMahon family. He's not dead. Yeah, like what the fuck, dude? Like they didn't do that when Kevin Owens beat him up. No, they just went, oh my god, he had butted it. That was sick, though. Anyway, yeah, so do that, the fireworks go off, and they're like, can we get to the actual wrestling now, please? And, and then, then Jack Swagger comes out looking like a fucking Muppet. It is adorable. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then we get to the extra wrestling, and it's terrible. And I wish they just talked about Randy Orton for like ten minutes. <laughs> I love his match, but the thing I love the most is I was like for ages I was looking at Jack Swagger's entrance, and I was like, why does he look so funny? I think the first thing is his entrance music says "Get down on your knees." Yeah, that's a lit. lot. That's like that's pretty fucking like <laughs> it's not on the level, bro. And then also when he like beats his chest and goes like ah. He literally fucking... He remi- I was like, what does that remind me of? And it's like in the actual Muppets when Kermit the Frog like celebrated and he like waved his noodle arms in the air. <laughs> That's what fucking Jack Swagger reminds me well, of. Well, to be fair to Jack Swagger, he's like four months into his career. And I think they said like when Matt Hardy won the title the week after that on ECW, Jack Swagger debuted. So. Hey, he's a former FCW champion, I think. So yeah. he, should, he should know better. So there you go. No, he's pretty good at it. I thought this match was like really good though. Like I do, I really liked it. Okay, because like I, it has some good psychology. Okay, sure, bro. Because like straight up, like early on, it's like um, they're like, oh, Jack Swag is like the fucking best, like pure Matt wrestler, and they're like Matt Hardy's more of a (laughs) Matt Hardy's more of a striker, (laughs) the best pure striker in the WWE, Matt Hardy, man who can barely walk. (laughs) Oh fuck, he looks. Honestly, I never thought I'd say this about a Jack Swagger match, but his opponent really, like, slowed it down. Fucking Matt Hardy was, was like... pretty bad. No, I thought it was, like, a good match because, like, they had, like, um, Swagger do, like, arm locks and key locks and shit, and then Matt Hardy just punch him in the face. Yeah, no, the only psychology I could tell was, like, shoulder targeting. Like, Jack Swagger, like, targeted Hardy's shoulder a bit. But he doesn't have, like, a shoulder submission, though, so it's kind of... So he uses oh he, he uses an impact finisher, bro. Oh boy, it's cut wrench powerbomb. <laughs> no, not even that bit. Mm. Well, they were like um, Jack Swagger also is the second youngest fucking ECW champion ever, which is crazy. Mikey Whipwreck, right? Yeah, Mikey. Whip- yeah, yeah, he's the youngest. My fucking boy, Mikey Whipwreck. <laughs> you love him. I do. Mikey Whipwreck's like I think he's the most underrated dude. Like, well, ever. that might not be true, but all right. All right, who would you say is like the most underrated wrestler? Uh, Jack Swagger. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> or as he's known on the independent Kofi scene, he's pretty underrated. Kofi. Yeah. No, but like, the, here's the thing with like underrated people will be like, or. Kofi Kingston or Mr. Perfect or so-and-so. It's like, underrated doesn't mean they didn't win a world title. It means no one really talks about them. Everyone talks about Mikey Whipwreck. No one talks about... When you talk about ECW, you talk about, like, Sandman, Sabu, and, like, Mikey Whipwreck. No, and then Taz, and then... No, you don't talk about Taz. But Taz! No one talks about Taz. Everyone loves Taz. He's a like, the top three, like, long-term ECW, like, stars. Not even Tommy Dreamer, like, the ECW man is, like, I don't think of him when I think of, like, OG ECW. I think of Just Incredible. Sure. No I, one else does. I have a Just Incredible you shirt, think bro. think Shane Douglas? <laughs> I do, because Shane Douglas is a fucking legend, bro. I was reading, this is completely off topic, I was reading Mick Foley's book. Shane Douglas and Mick Foley trained together. Sure. I did not know that. Okay. Ask him about it when we see him. I will be like, well, in the book, he says enough shit about Shane Douglas. He's like, he's a nice guy, but he just has a tendency to, like, go completely fucking crazy on everyone. (laughs) Just like, yeah, that's Shane Douglas in a nutshell. So, uh, shit. Matt Hardy in the finish of this match, like, busts out a moonsault and everything. Yeah, it looked like the moonsault the leader busted out at the Rumble. Oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't... It was so bad. 
Boobs still they don't even get air on it. They, it's like they forgot that they have to like jump. It's like they just fall over backwards and then try and flip over. That's probably how like you or I would try and do a moonsault. We just kind of fall back. No, and you'd like, like you'd like jump a bit, surely. Like I, I think if Matt, I don't Hardy... think you or I could get enough air to flip in time. If Excuse we me, I am a natural athlete. Oh, okay, right? yeah, yeah, sure, buddy. This will be like so. You're like Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm like Lawrence Taylor, wicked main event of WrestleMania, bro. <laughs> you're the least Lawrence. Taylor. Caleb, man, I've excuse ever seen. me. Your excuse. Tell me anything that is different between myself and Lawrence Taylor besides the fact that I'm very white. <laughs> well, to start, I don't think you're like six ten and absolutely jacked. Hey, they don't know that. <laughs> they do. Oh yeah, there's, there's the photo picture, of me. Yeah. With... Oh. Well, they don't know which one of it is. It is. Oh, Maybe my... I'm six ten and jacked. Uh, eventually, when we have a YouTube channel, I'm going to do the face reveal for the unboxing, and then they'll know who's who. Okay, but you have to have your shirt off. No. Yeah. Why would I have my shirt off? Because you need to do like a peck reveal as well. Excuse me, my pecs are perfectly comfortable You're just underneath doing dick my shirt. reveal. <laughs> Demonetize. Demonetize. Taken down. Age restricted. So yeah, and then fucking um, back to this match that I really actually enjoyed. So like Matt Hardy kind of spears him into the corner, and then fucking um, Swagger goes for a gut wrench powerbomb. But he gets it on the wrong side because Hardy speared him on the opposite side. So he has to, like, he gets him and he's like, nah, switches sides. But gets him Hardy up. didn't spear him, though. That no, he, like, shoulder, he shoulder corner yeah, thrust no, him. No, yeah. So, no. Like, uh, Jack Swagger grabs him, right? Yeah. And he just chucks him into the corner and hits the shoulder. And that's the impact finish. Okay. Because he's tugging the shoulder the whole time. And so he just chucks in there. And Matt Hardy looks like legitimately knocked out. Oh, my and God. And then Swagger messes up with... Swa- which... Oh, so Swagger messes up, not Hardy. Yeah, no. Swagger, like, grabs him out and then misses, messes, messes up which side to grab him for the garage powerbomb. But it doesn't matter because he just hits it and it's game over. Game over. Soccer, let me tell you something about that gut wrench powerbomb. It is probably one of my favorite finishes. Like, yeah, ever. no, it is. And you definitely stole that opinion from me. Hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm still a fan of The Miz's finisher, The Mizzard of Oz. <laughs> Terrible. Or The Reality Check. So after the match, Jack's oh like, yeah, God. I won, bros. <laughs> man, he looks so depressed. No, it's like full foreshadowing of what's going to happen later in the night. Because he's like, looks like he's about to, like, for lack of better words, go broken. <laughs> oh my God, that was so clever, bro. Um, And, like, absolutely snap. And then Matt... Matt Stryker Matt Stryker's like oh he looks like he's he looks about so to fat he looks like he's spent all his life trying to get to the this point to the he ECW just, he just can't be Jack Stryker and everyone's like oh I wonder what Matt's gonna do and then he goes wacko most like, later in the night not right now not they right just now cut away see we'll talk about that when it happens because I feel like if the foreshadowing was just on this show this would have worked really well unfortunately you have a bunch of other shit that just doesn't really make sense <laughs> yeah Alright, so earlier in the day, Randy Orton showed up and no one looked at him. Oh, everyone looked at him, but only behind his back. They're like, hmm? Like Kofi's backstage in Kofi's Jamaican short hair face, and he's like, oh, look, it's Randy. I'm going to feud with him in a few months, and then. I'm going to get buried yeah, by buried. him. <laughs> and then WWE talk about how much they love Detroit. Detroit basketball. I didn't know they could afford basketball in Detroit. Detroit Pistons, bro. Are Shout they- out Jalen Rose. I hate Detroit. I think I think he listens to our podcast. He does. <laughs> does he does he does? Right. I tweeted it to him. Shout out to um, Kobe Bryant. 
No, <laughs> we're not getting into this. No, I'm gonna beep the shit out of that. <laughs> you definitely are. That fuck, just moving back. Yeah, I know, you can beep that too. Okay, fair enough. Um, Up next. Best the- Phoenix. Oh. Melina. Santino. No, 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 Santino. Santino's at ringside for this. I know, but no Santino. He literally gets all of the fucking heat in this matchup. Like, (laughs) everyone's just cheering for Santino. So, So, obviously, Melina comes out and she does her, like, red carpet, but no, actually, red carpet. Because, I don't know. They, like, ruined her. You don't put red carpet over roads, I guess. I don't know. They should do, like, the whole, um, Jesus going into, um... I don't remember. It was like the Bible story where they put all the palms on the ground from to tread on. And he's oh, like, so we're he, treating Molina like Jesus now, are we? I mean, I would, but she's got enough heat already. I don't think. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's because of Jesus that John Morrison didn't hug Trish Stratus at WrestleMania. Like, so she comes out and we she does the best bit, which is the bit where she jumps up and then does the splits. Into but the they ru- they they ruined they ruined that life. entrance the second they put like actual pants on her. Because, yeah. like, she used to be wearing, like, skirts and shit. Yeah. And then they were like, no, nah, we gotta put pants on you. Sorry, yeah. bro. And I'm like, well, we can still watch the skirts bit. <laughs> we can... <laughs> you can still go on R slash wrestle with the plot, Jack. <laughs> I mean, like, we're going back 10 years in time to watch this. I think we can go back, like, 12 years and get to the <laughs> skirts bit. So, um, did you have any investment whatsoever in this fucking match? Uh, no. Apart from, oh, when Beth Phoenix comes in. And she does, like, the glamazon pose and then Santino nibbles on her arm. That's pretty funny. That's, like, been, like, the most consistent thing <laughs> about pay-per-views is that Santino nibbles on Beth Phoenix's fucking yeah. bicep. And she always looks like, fuck off, but never, like, stops him or anything. No, it's, it's like, one of those, like, um... It's like Sherry Martel and Shawn Michaels where, like, Shawn would, like, push her down and she'd be like, oh, I like it. Like, it's Daddy. The- da- <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beep that shit out. <laughs> uh, <Man>. Fuck. <laughs> um, oh, so, yeah. my favorite part of this match was so, Melina's lying down prone, and Beth Phoenix says, like, in some random arm hold, and she grabs her leg and twists it. <sighs> twists it back over Melina's head and does the stop hitting herself thing, <laughs> but it's with her own like foot over her entire body <laughs> it was her head. fucking great that was so good I, I like I remember we watched part we watched like a couple bits of this together I remember when that happened you were like what <laughs> <laughs> that was and then we just checked it we are like what a meme like it's yeah, the thing it's the thing with Melina's matches she's like very, very af- flexible she's very flexible John Morrison knows she she's- wants to Netflix and chill with Melina uh, I would rather not get like pictures of my dick pills like leaked on Twitter <laughs> by her and then have to break up with her <laughs> and have every successful moment of my career You're kind of sabotage of bro. <laughs> I would not like to commit to fucking Melina because she is mental obviously Actually, I've heard she's gotten, like, real chill now. She's, like, fun at conventions yeah, and shit. Netflix and... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna set you up with Melina. Don't I mean, worry. Do it. Don't worry. Do it, please. <laughs> I'm set... And then I'll set myself up with John Morrison. Okay. okay. Yeah, no, please. Um, but yeah, the thing with Melina is, her matches, like, they always have some athletic shit in it, but she just, like... She's a bit shit. Like, no. Had, did you like there was like <laughs> did you watch them did you watch the fucking there was like a Beth Phoenix like she did like a military press yeah and then like Molina like came out of it and then just kind of stood there for a second was like oh shit I forgot what I was gonna do no she was stunned the high altitude she the oxygen's thin 
<laughs> Why don't people just fall off the top rope then? Because, <laughs> I don't know. She was, like, sideways. She was being military pressed. Yeah, but I the don't... adrenaline bro. So you don't think that was a botch, or you're just, like, being... No, it's this high adrenaline. I think you just you're... busted my balls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just Conrad Thompsoning me, bro. Definitely don't know who that is. It's fucking... Oh, you haven't you listened to, like, the Bruce Pritchard, like, podcast? Definitely haven't listened to that. Dude, it's good shit. He's got one with, um... I'm gonna talk about the stuff they told me not, not to talk about. <laughs> no, it was like, I'm gonna talk about the stuff that they said to me, can't talk about that. <laughs> Dude, he's got one with um, Bischoff now. It's fucking great. You get to hear Bischoff being That's like... That's who I want to hear from in 2018. Oh, it's amazing. You get Bischoff. You get little tidbits like... I think Bret Hart's book was written by a ghostwriter, bro. <laughs> or, I don't remember that. Or, I wasn't really involved in creative for like half of my run there. <laughs> or, I had a lot of drinks with Hulk Hogan, but he, he never used that creative control clause, brother. <laughs> oh, shit. shit. So, yeah, um, what was Oh, the f- there's another good bit. Oh, there's another where, good bit? like, Be- uh, Melina keeps kicking out of Beth's, like, repeated pin attempts, and Santino's at ringside, he's like, stop playing games with her, Beth, finish it, but in this, like, Italian accent. And Jerry Lawler's like, these are games? If these are games, then I don't want to be in Beth's playground. What the- <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Lawler, like, do you think he gets fed these shitty lines? No, I or think is- he or- thinks of them all himself. Yeah, but I feel like... Like, as- unironically? Yeah, but, like, as... As shit as that line is, I don't believe Jerry Lawler thought of that <laughs> I himself. I definitely think he thought of that himself. Because he said it directly after Santino, like, said it at ringside. Yeah, but Vince could be in his, in his ear being like, God damn it, pal, say something about playgrounds. No, no, it was straight away, I swear. No. Oh my god. He's... Jerry Lawler definitely thought of that himself. Has there been, like, a worse color commentator besides Mike Adamley than Jerry Lawler? No, yes. Yes, there has been, in that Jerry Lawler isn't bad. He's... Di- Everyone is worse than Jerry Lawler because Jerry Lawler is the best. Okay, see, I'm more of a Mauro Ranallo guy. Mamma mia. I would take Jerry Lawler over Mauro Ranallo any day of the week. Oh, I'm sure Jerry Lawler would take you. Unfortunately. So, this match happened! Um, Ignore the big dirty cut. There wasn't a big cut. (laughs) I'll cut you. (laughs) No, but, so, the finish is like, Melina tries to go for a finish right but I don't actually know what a finish is because we only watch pay-per-views and she hasn't been on pay-per-view. It's like the leg split thing that looks like shit. Yeah, because she tries to go for it here, but then it gets countered. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that was your finisher or not. And then Beth picks up from the glam slam and she kind of rolls sideways out of it, rolls her up and gets the undu toi. Yeah, yeah. New champion. And new champ. And I'm like, what the fuck? When did Melina win the women's title in 2009? This is like a third reign. Fuck me. Like, she's not... She's better as a valet. Yeah. Do you reckon? No. She's a good wrestler. I... I've, what's your favourite Molina match? This one. Because <laughs> it's the only one I've seen in, like, the last five years. So, like, she's just one of those, like... I, I guess, in comparison to most of the other women's divisions, she's good. She wasn't even in the Santa's Little Helper match or anything. Thank God for that. No, but that's how, like, crazy it is. But, yeah, because she just returned for injury, didn't she? Or, oh, like... I didn't know she was injured. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also, they mentioned... They, kind of weird. They but... mentioned shit about Rosa Mendez in this, because this is, this, is this is around the time that Mendez um, debuted as, like, kind of a... Uh, she was, like, showing her... My fucking neighbor's being a dick. 
Um, they showed like her being in the crowd, like holding like glamazon signs. So she oh. became like the kind of manager for Beth Phoenix. I'm gonna like open up my window and be like, "Fuck off, dog!" <laughs> this is. Oh, I was about to say my fucking suburb. <laughs> I'm really good at like doxing myself and you're very good at making jokes about my and with our powers combined we will create the most problematic podcast in history. Alright, we're done with this match. Oh, uh, it was no. fucking no. I half expected Santina to like run over to Molina and be like, hey, you need help? Hey, baby girl! <laughs> you that would have been really funny if Santino just ended up being attached to the women's championship as like a manager. That would be, be sick. Dude, that would be fucking amazing. Like, hey, baby girl, you want some of my Cobra? <laughs> uh, Alright, next match. Uh, fucking they, they this one gets of my life <laughs> this gets a fucking vignette boys it does because it deserves it it's John Cena versus JBL accompanied by the heartbreak kid Triple H no Shawn, <laughs> Shawn Michaels the economy has hit all of us very hard and unfortunately I am not immune to it I'm gonna help you out I don't know how many years I have left I'm gonna help your family out I am not going to become a wrestling tragedy. I will not let that happen. I'm going to make sure your sweet little kids go to college. This is not something I want to do. What's it going to be? This is something I have to do. I hired you to get me to WrestleMania as world champion. Four former champions. The winner will face John Cena for the world title at the Royal Rumble. Sean still has it. 
That's why I hired him. John, it's not personal. It's merely a business decision. Shut up! The idea that I have to take money from a disgusting individual like you makes me sick. I despise what I've become, but I do it, and I'll continue to do it. You, you think you know my situation. You don't live in my world. I've got pressures that you couldn't possibly fathom. I'm gonna do what I have to do. If it costs you the World Heavyweight Championship, then so be it. I hired Sean for one reason, and that is for me to become World Heavyweight Champion. Sunday, that dream becomes a reality. Thanks to Shawn Michaels. Holy shit. I, because straight up, I thought that this storyline was going to be like meme hilarity. This has been it like is meme hilarity, but it's somehow probably like the second best storyline <laughs> we've seen so far. Isn't it like two storylines? Oh come on! You, you don't love that um, feud between Beth Phoenix and um, who challenged her before this? Candace Michelle. Okay, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you don't love Beth um, Michelle McCool's constant you being like, I think this is when she turns heel. Yeah, no. <laughs> So they recapped the Sean is Povo segment. Was that it? That um, was it. I'm again. No, no match. Just Sean is Povo. So, yeah, no, it is. Business that was just casual. it. <laughs> Sean is Povo. And so they cut to backstage and JBL and HBK chill chilling out and chillaxing and relaxing and maxing. It's all cool. Shooting some people outside of the school. Is this a Jay-Z um, song? <laughs> it's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, okay. I've never seen um, any, like... It's on Will Netflix. S- yeah, I haven't seen it. Watch it. It's good. I don't know. Will Smith no, kind of be- creeps me out. No, but it's back when he wasn't creepy. Back when he wasn't a Scientologist, yeah. probably. Allegedly. Yeah, probably. No, Man, we no, got to stick it. a bunch of allegedly's <laughs> in this podcast. Allegedly. Oh, we should just say allegedly like 20 times at the start and just use them up. Everything we say is wrong. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the podcast. No, it's on Netflix. Definitely watch it. It's pretty good. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, nice recommendation, bro. Yeah, no. Everyone listening should probably watch it. Um, so, JBL and HBK are backstage. And JBL is talking to him about the match. He's like, I know you probably hate me, but if I win tonight, I'll give you all your money. And you won't have to work for me for like the next year, like our contract says. And I'll give it to you tonight when I win the title. And HBK is like... That's pretty good. And then JB walks off and he's like, come on, Sean. And then HBK turns around to leave. And then... Dong. And then fucking the most hilarious Undertaker line. No, this was heaps epic and heaps (laughs) foreshadowing. I love this. This is This is literally the best part of the pay-per-view for me. All right, say the line then and and don't laugh. Do you know what the line is? I do. I've got it quoted here. Sometimes it's hell getting to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) That's like so- that's insanely cool. No, that's like something an, a businessman would say to his buddy about getting a prostitute. Like no, because he's talking about HBK's absolution at WrestleMania, 
and how he's got to go through all this shitty stuff right now, but Undertaker knows that they'll wrestle at WrestleMania. How does he know this? Can Because he's the Undertaker. He knows so everything. He's, so he's essentially presuming that he is going to lose the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, no, because he knows what's going to happen. Then why is he even going to bother go into the match? <laughs> because. What is this Doctor Who bullshit? He doesn't get paid if he doesn't go to the match, but he knows what's going to happen. Okay, so he knows that he's going to lose the Rumble match. Yeah, he knows. But... He still goes into the match and like... So he can pick up a paycheck. Yeah, why doesn't he just go in and then just leave? Like, just because step over the top that's not how, like, it'll work out. He just has to try his best. You know he won't, like, wrestle... But he... Actually, he might win the title because he doesn't know... He knows it'll wrestle Sean at WrestleMania, but he doesn't know he won't wrestle him for the title. Okay, so this is like... So Undertaker's he basically like... He could probably like, win the Royal Rumble and then Sean would come up with the title. Okay, so essentially he's no like... He's like Dr. Manhattan from fucking Watchmen. I've never seen that, but probably. I you've guess. never seen Watchmen. No. Like, you've never read Watchmen. No, bro. I'm literally working a comic store. Don't worry and you've not read Watchmen. <laughs> he works at. Oh, come oh, say hello. Definitely need to bleep that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even though you got the store name wrong. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I I was gonna say like five other things, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> but no. So I think that is awesome. It's heat's foreshadowy. Yeah, that was really epic. I thought it was a bit of a meme, but I like no. it. Oh, well. Um, so what do you think about Sean's wardrobe? <laughs> and so looking at each other, and like after he says that, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is so pretty. And Jay was like, Sean, come on. <laughs> Get over here, Michael. Get. <laughs> oh, my God. He is Sean. He is Michael Sean Hickenbottom. I fucking forgot about this. So like but the wardrobe on fucking Sean, do you remember what he was wearing? Um, I have the small, a smaller version of JBL's hat and also like jeans and a vest. He was wearing baby blue jeans. Okay. <laughs> fucking camo jacket and tank top and shit brown shoes. Yes. <laughs> Business casual. Oh, oh Sean. <laughs> Business casual, boys. That's hilarious. All right. So they, they actually literally, I think it's um, Cole and Lawler on commentary and one of them goes... Oh, the hellacious parking lot brawl they had that summer. That was cool. It the- was hellacious. They got like <laughs> run a fucking meme. They got like set on fire and shit. Never has wrestling looked more fake than in that parking lot. <laughs> no, that <brawl>. was hell real. <laughs> Still real to you, damn it. It is. How did John Cena survive, man? I don't know. He like, <laughs> got cut up. You could see the blood. Yep, from fire, bro. <laughs> no, the bit where he got thrown into the window of the car. Yeah, the wind. Yeah, that bit was like real, but it ended the match. But I think one of them got trapped in a car, and the car got set on fire, and that didn't end the match. Yeah, because he wasn't out, like knocked out. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, you should be. It's all good. He just climbed out at the end. So shit. How is this uh match like? the best JBL match we've watched. It's not that good. I loved it. Fucking, I mean, JBL looks, literally looks like he's in the worst shape of his career, but like... It's him every match. Yeah, but no, but like, I think it was Armageddon, I was like, oh, he, he's losing a little bit of weight. And I'm like, nah, he's back to big titty he Johnny wasn't boy. losing any weight. <laughs> no, he just forgot to eat the previous night because he was drinking. Um, you. <laughs> Honestly, anyone who like talks shit about Cassius Ono's weight and doesn't talk shit about JBL's weight can fuck off. <laughs> I feel like more people make fun of JBL than Cassius Ono. Oh, yeah, that's because JBL's just so easy to make fun of. <laughs> oh, no, JBL's going to get me in a shower and shit. It's going to be... Oh, oh no. It's going to be like 20... 
well, no, 20, 13 reasons why season two on my ass is going to be fucking hot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to bleep. There's going to be lots of bleeps in this shit. So there was, it's straight up, like, it is, like, rest hold city. And yeah. it is, like, a bunch of fucking, like, Sean, is Sean going to interfere? Oh, he's not going to interfere. <laughs> oh, boys. I literally thought it was fucking, like, amazing. Uh, like, Clothesline from Hell, like, gets countered with the fucking STF. Like, real simple shit. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's, like, really simple, but it's, like, good, like, back to basics. And JBL, even though he's, like, a fat fuck, he looks like he's beating the shit out of, like, his opponents. Oh, yeah. Probably because he is. (laughs) Yeah, no, he stiff as. Oh, it's fucking great. Stiff because he has a man in a shower. (laughs) So you fucking hated this, like... I didn't hate it. It just wasn't the best. I don't know. Cause mostly because of the finish, right? So we oh, get, that was such a good finish. No, but like the lead up to it, it's like like the ref gets hit in the back, and I'm like, oh wow, the ref's unconscious. What do you What do you want? Do you want Ring of Honor? Like there is no interference. <laughs> it's straight up just where's Alex the Shelley. respect, bro? Bro, where's my code of honor from the UK tournament? <laughs> I don't know. But like the fucking it, it was like very typical wrestling, but it was like. It was, like, good, and there was, like, enough Gaga for... Alright, do you want to get into the finish, or, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go. So, like, the fucking ref gets laid out, and uh, there's, like, been a bunch of shit where, like, Sean's teased interfering, but he hasn't really done anything. So he, like, comes in, and it's like, oh, my God, what's he gonna do? And fucking, um... So, JBL and John Cena both, like, kind of get to their feet. They've been out for a bit. And Sean's standing there, and he's, like, tapping his foot. And it's like, oh, is he gonna super kick? And he super kicks his employer. That's not oh, a good my- business decision. And Jerry Lawler somewhere just went, oh, my God, did he just say employer? <laughs> and then John's like, oh, well, they're both John. Cena's like... Ah, ah, good choice. Nice. And then he gets kicked in the face as well. Yeah, and then he drags <laughs> Jabbles onto him and just runs away. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you not fucking just stay for a little while? I was while? like, why would you not revive the referee? <laughs> why would you not, like, just stay at ringside and make sure this happens? Why would yeah. you just run away? So, like, eventually they... So, he, like... So, Sean just slowly walks out. And five seconds after Sean leaves, a new ref comes running down. One, two... Oh, oh. And he kicked out, like... Two minutes after he got kicked in the face, who would have thought? And they're like both dead, and JBL tries for like the clothesline, but then seems like, but yeah, they basically you. get up, and then it's a reversal finisher. F U one two three. He gets the dub. I literally hear I have winner and still world heavyweight champion John Cena. Also, HBK is still Virgil. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> it was like it was like fifteen minutes, but it really didn't feel like fifteen minutes. It was yeah, fucking felt pretty like, short. I thought. Yeah, yeah, but like. It's JBL, so would you rather, like, short and sweet, or would you rather, like, 60-minute Iron Man match, bro? Definitely the Iron Man match. I can't wait till we get to WrestleMania 25 when we get JBL's shortest match of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Did you get, like, the, um... There was an ad for, um, Edge, A Decade of Decadence? Yeah, The Decade of Decadence. I've got that shit somewhere. Do you? Me too, actually, in my room. But I don't have, like, the deluxe version with, like, the cardboard fold thing. Oh, no, I've got, like, a... I've got, like, an Edge, like, tin from... Back in the day, www.dvd.com.au, boys. I've just got the... I bought it because I bought it after he just announced his retirement. They were selling it for like 10 bucks. And I was like, oh, discount. But then it was like the little plastic case. Oh, okay. So So I didn't get the nice version. But it was worth it. Mine came with, I think, Rumble... Not... I I think the 20... What was the Rumble that he won? 2010. Yeah, yeah. Copy of 2010 Rumble. And then I think... 
No Way Out 2009. Oh, nice. I've still literally never seen that pay-per-view because Video City never had it. <laughs> I don't remember a fucking thing from that show. Oh, no, wait, it's so Judgment Day 2008. Never mind. Yeah, okay. So I still have not seen No Way Out 2009. <laughs> I guess we will. <laughs> we fucking will. It's going to be yeah, great. Yes, the next one, yeah. Thank Kevin Rudolph for Let It Rock. Let's not. <laughs> no, it me. was... No, it was good. And then... Uh, next match. Next match. Next match. Next match. Oh, boys. It's the WWE Championship. Can you guess who is in the match? Not Ripple H. No, Ripple H. Not in the WWE title match for like the first time in maybe like actually like a year. It's fucking amazing that he has held the belt for this long and lost it and he has not put over a single <laughs> fucking person. That's so true. Because like Edge gets the rematch versus Jeff Hardy. Now no DQ I think. Yeah. Like. Or well, he doesn't know it. Oh, the spoilers for two minutes in the future. Okay. <laughs> like, straight up. So, Edge gets the championship match. Yeah. Even though Triple H is the former champion. Yeah. And also, Jeff Hardy pinned Edge. Yeah. So, why the fuck are we having this match? Was Edge the former... No, Edge was the former champion, right? Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Survivors? Yeah, yeah, Survivor Series. No, the, Edge one, won the it. one before Armageddon. Yeah, Survivor Series. And Vicky's like, he's here, he's here, yeah. and it's Edge, yeah, and yeah, he wins. Yeah. Okay, my bad, but, like, wouldn't you have Jeff pin Triple H in the triple threat match? Oh, you'd rather, but it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> oh, fucking HHH is not going to do the J-O-B for no, sure. No, So it's funny, Jeff comes out first, and I didn't think anything of it, and then Taz is like, that's weird, I wonder why he's coming out first, and there's like... Oh wait, Edge is totally like married to Vicky. Of course, like Edge is mm. gonna come out last. Did you like that or no? I thought, I thought it was a nice little attention to detail. No, oh, it's just like like how Big Show comes out at number thirty. <laughs> oh god! But it's no, like I, I think it's I think it's cool little just detail. I guess I didn't think about it like that. I I thought maybe they just did it so that Vicky could come out with Edge, you know, for that that like pre match promo. I think. Yeah, Vicky could come out. At the end, anyway, like after Jeff comes out, and they're about to lock up, and then Vicky, yeah, and then excuse me, and then yeah, that would have been way better. And I no, feel... but I thought this was better because of like the little continuity. I don't know continuity. There we go. <laughs> Jack no speaker the English, <laughs> but like literally, like um, for me, for my thing, it's either champion comes out last or babyface comes out last. You know, yeah, it's to put more emphasis on it. But yeah. no, no, it's always champion comes out last. Oh, sometimes it's no, just babyface. Literally always. There was literally oh, okay. What? Whatever you say, bro. Literally always. Whatever you say, bro. I guess I'm. This I mean, is I mean, like in non-title matches, babyface comes out last. Yeah, right. There we go. I there's no champion, right? I guess. But then, like, um, okay, so Vicky Guerrero does a Vince at uh, WrestleMania 17. Yeah, it's a no disqualification match yeah, now. So pal. Vicky comes out at the end. And she's like, oh, no DQ. So you can't get your way out of this on Jeff, and everyone was like, Jeff Hardy was literally not going to try and get his way out of this one. Everyone was like, there is going to be some bullshit interference <laughs> in this one. And guess uh, what? There is. A fucking front row on the ramp, two dudes holding signs for Christian. Poor, poor bastards. <laughs> oh, poor, poor bastards. So, um, Bam Neely, not here. He's fired. Literally don't know who that is. Bam... We, no, I, I talked know, I about know, yeah. him non-stop. He's my boy. <laughs> I know. I, I love Bam Neely. He's my shit. And it's just creepy looking Chavo now. 
Yeah, so Edge comes out, Chavo. Edge gives Chavo the look when he's coming out, and Chavo's like, oh, Senpai noticed me! <laughs> Has there been, like, a less successful faction in wrestling history than La, La Familia? Familia? was heat successful, remember? They had, like, the Cruiserweight Edge. title, the tag team title, and the world title all at once. Yeah, Edge had the world That's title. That's insanely successful. Ch- no, Chavo had the ECW title. Oh, same shit. Yeah, but, like... Afterwards, right? So Technically, if, that's two world titles. Yeah, but if you read into it, like, if you actually look at it, how does Chavo lose the ECW title? I don't know. In, like, five seconds to Kane at oh, WrestleMania right, 24. Yeah. How do Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder lose the tag belts off pay-per-view? <laughs> yeah, but doesn't... And yeah, never but mentioned again. They still won the titles. Like, a bunch know. of factions go without winning a title. Looking at you, Straight Edge Society. How dare you? They were great. Zero titles. Alright, alright. I, I see where you're coming from, Mr. K. They K-Fate. literally won, like, four championships. All at once. <laughs> the face you made just then, I can only express as, like, in South Park, when someone, like, closes their eyes <laughs> angrily, they've just got a big X on their face. Like, <laughs> so, anyway. No, hell successful. What the fuck did you think of this match? It looked like Jeff Hardy killed himself. That was it? decent. The first half was pretty... Eh. Yeah, it's like a Jeff Hardy match because he's got yeah. he's got like zero cardio. He has to build to it. Yeah, and build to so it. they go like halfway through, and there's this sixth spot where Jeff Hardy twist of fate's edge on that ring apron. That was sick. Oh, you didn't see like ring apron spots back in the day. It very rarely happen. Whereas now it's like every fucking yeah, match. Yeah, ring paper. apron bombs like hell gay. Go away, Kevin. Owens. I like I like the bomb. What I don't like is the. No. Every takeover special, every match has a fucking apron bump. Yeah, it's like the indie special. Yeah, it should be saved for... I hate to be the save it for a big match, pal, but like... Save it for a big match, pal. It lit The apron power bomb in NXT, it was like a... An injury thing. Like, it was It was yeah, kind of like, like a weaker Radio punt. punt someone, yeah, yeah, it was like a weaker punt. Like, he did it to Zayn... And then Zayn was like, "Oh, I'm so messed up and hurt." And really? then he beat, and then he beat Zayn for the title by like referee stoppage because he was so fucking hurt, yeah, like that kind of shit. And then like he powerbombed like Adrian Neville, and that was like the last time he was in NXT, yeah, like that kind of shit. But no, now it's just like, oh, Trish. Well, now it's like, oh, did you just say Trish Stratus? No, <laughs> no, I meant to say like Trish oh. Stratus taking the apron powerbomb. <laughs> oh boys, the implant buster time. <laughs> But, like, shit. Yeah, so it's, like, a slow start, and then there's, like... A, the twist of fate. There's a bunch of concussion fuel in this fucking there is, match. It's fucked. So Jeff, like, goes outside and, like, sets up the announce table, boys. Oh. And he rolls, like, edge onto it after the twist of fate. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this is gonna be cool. Is he gonna give him, like, another twist of fate onto the table? That's cool, I guess. And then he, like, goes under the ring and pulls out a ladder, and I'm like, oh! oh. Who would have thought out of these two men, the one not wrestling is fucking Edge. <laughs> and so he, like, picks up the ladder, and it's, like, a big fucking ladder, too. And he starts to climb it, and Chavo's like, don't, don't do that. Ooh, Chavo! Dun-dun-dun! Oh, Chavo, no! <laughs> That's a bit of a classic reference. You'll have to go back to a previous podcast and listen, listen for that good Chavo, No! <laughs> And so Edge manages to roll off and, like, stumble away. And then, of course, Chavo gets put on the table instead. All right, this is the most fucked ladder spot I've ever seen. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff botches this so hard. So he goes up to, like, the top, like, one rung down. And you're like, oh, is he going to do, like, a swanton on Chavo? That'd yeah. be pretty sick. But then he, like, doesn't. And he does this with, like, kind of standing. And not even, like, a crossbody, like, a standing, but, like... He stands up, but he also, like, kind of jumps, but falls forward and kind of, like, 
just it's like the reverse leader moonsault he's just like <laughs> yeah no it's not even like a move it's just like he kind of fell off a ladder onto Charlie <laughs> yeah. but so he tries to jump to get airtime but he totally fucks up the momentum kicks the ladder out from underneath him gets barely any horizontal movement and nearly just fucking kills himself on the floor fucking <laughs> the ladder like you know like normally a ladder like stays where it is after yeah, someone yeah. jumps off it the ladder literally goes like rolling from the announce table to the side of the ring like on the other like end it's like fucked ass did you know that at this point Jeff Hardy had pretty severe substance abuse issues. <laughs> no, it was... And Matt Hardy had, like, mild substance abuse problems. Yeah, but problems. when you're on top of the ladder, I feel like you can probably jump off it. Like, you and me could have done that. Like, I know... I would not do no, that. No, all right. So, if we're going to do that, so I know it's, like, pretty cliche and terrible to say you could do, like, a wrestler's job or whatever better than themselves. But I feel like I can jump off a ladder better than that. <laughs> I, like, 100%. I'm looking at you and I'm like... Maybe. No, 100%. I could jump off a ladder better than Jeff Hardy jumps off this ladder in this particular circumstance. But would you take more drugs than Jeff Hardy? Yeah. You reckon you could take drugs like a champ more than Jeff Hardy? marijuana. Welcome to the Joe Rogan experience. (laughs) We're Joe Rogan now. Why don't they just do it all online, man? (laughs) Yeah. It's a vote online, bro. Bro, did you know, like, I've got Alex Jones here with me today. Now, Alex... Tell me about how you're not religious and not racist, even though you've called Black Lives Matter a terrorist group, <laughs> and also you pray on air. Like, tell me, tell me about how we're such good friends, bro. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, Joe Rogan's the best. I, I like it's. He's one of those people. Like, I wouldn't mind meeting him, but like, I, I feel like if I talk to him enough, I would not like him. It's, it's like the whole Zuckerberg thing. It's like, oh, you're cool. And then you just really listen to him, and you're I feel like, like Zuckerberg's way less funny than Joe Rogan. Yeah, are you Zuckerberg's about Alex Jones. I don't know. I don't know. Like he's a Rogan's a libertarian as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like him. <laughs> I have like one libertarian friend. No, no, you're. I don't know what ideology you fucking have, but you're sure as hell not a libertarian. No, I met this. Um, this was at. Um, I'm gonna bleep the names. I was at. Uh, I was at. I was at my buddy Tom. I'll kill you. I was I was at my buddy's place. He was having like a house party, and fucking I I meet this dude who used to um date a chick I was friends with in college, and he's like, oh my god, are you Lewis Arnold? And I'm like, yeah. How do you know me? And he's like, oh, my girlfriend, Mike's girlfriend, did debating with you, and always talked about what a fucking meme you are. <laughs> who was it? It was like uh, my f- friend. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Beef Central Boys. <laughs> So, like, straight up, and, and he's like, oh, I fucking love you. I hear all these stories about you just memeing up and showing up, up to shit with, like, liters of iced coffee and shit. <laughs> That's so true. This is me in college. And so I'm like, so I'm I'm drunk <laughs> as shit at this point. I am chain smoking. I am drinking. Like, I'm deader than dead. So I'm like, so what are you into? And he goes, oh, I'm a libertarian. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, maybe I'll give this guy another chance. <laughs> So I just talked to him for a while about libertarian shit, and by this point I'm super drunk. And then after he's done talking about libertarian shit, I take three steps back, and I go, excuse me one moment, and I throw up in the bushes. <laughs> nice. And he's like, it's alright man, you're all cool. And, you know, and that's why I'm still friends with him, okay. even though he's a libertarian. Alright, let's get back to Let's it. get back to libertarian Jeff Hardy, bro. Um, so after that happens, Vicky's like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. 
Yeah, so Jeff like sets Edge up, like he beats on him a little bit, sets him up for the swanton. And Vicky's like runs out and is like, Ree, don't do it. And she tries to grab Jeff's leg and Jeff like just kicks her in the face. <laughs> but that's, that's not PG, bro. In the time it takes like Edge to uh like didn't Jeff Hardy do that, Edge like gets up and stuff. And Matt Hardy comes down. You hear, like, no music, but you hear, like, the scream from the audience. Like, all right, I guess no one is here. I'll wait five seconds till the camera, like, is actually at a useful angle. Fuck you, Kevin Dunn. So he comes out, and he grabs a steel chair, and he, like, He being Matt Hardy. He being Matt Hardy. Pronoun his pal. And so, like, he tells Vicky, get the fuck in the corner. And so Vicky's, like, in the corner. <laughs> and Jeff's, like, Jeff's not standing up with the chair. And Edge is on the ground. And... Um, Matt like goes and gets another chair like oh they're gonna concerto him and so Jeff puts his like um, chair under Edge's head and then Matt just fucking wallops Jeff unprotected chair shot to the head I was like oh that made a loud noise and I was like wait did he put his hands up no he just took the full fucking chair to the head the only thing separating that from an ECW chair shot is that his head didn't go through the fucking (laughs) chair (laughs) I literally have a wholly unprotected headshot Batman (laughs) I found out that they don't ban that shit till like 2010 yeah no so like this the first people to get fined for a word Triple, Triple H, H and Undertaker I can't wait for the fucking Triple H like it's like end of an era boys also we're gonna see it when he comes to Melbourne <laughs> in like three months <laughs> but I literally can't wait for the fucking bit where Triple H is like now listen you did an unprotected chair shot to the head duh. so I'm gonna need to fine you so he just takes money out of his wallet and then puts it in his back pocket <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting myself <laughs> so Fucking so yeah, he hits him with the chair and then, and then Edge the look- commentary stops. Like, oh, they're in shock though. Yeah, the commentary literally stops after he does that, and it only kicks in like five minutes later. And so Edge gets up and he's like, "What the fuck?" But I fucked your girlfriend. This is like the like the most ultimate opportunist thing I've ever seen in my life. Could you be like, "This is the most Vince Russo no, thing I've ever no, seen." In my Edge life. is like the biggest ultimate opportunist right here, and so he does the one, two, three. Runs edge, away. Edge champ runs away. And then they kind of cut. They don't, like, leave Matt there. I feel like they should probably leave Matt there, but they don't. Okay. So, what's your opinion on this turn? Because it's been coming. We've been mentioning it for a while. We can't wait for psychopath dog-killing, house-burning-down Matt Hardy. <laughs> I, feel, I don't know. I feel like they had to do something with him, but this is pretty obviously the end of, like, his WWE run. Like, there wasn't much space to move after this. No, because they turn him back face, like, two months after Mania or something. I think he just leaves, right? No, he has he has another babyface run. Okay. Because uh, he's there till like um, twenty ten, and then he desperately tries his best to get fired by making drugged up YouTube videos and shit. <laughs> yeah. And this is and that was the downfall of Matt Hardy Boys. Yeah. But right. like, but, I don't know. I, I feel th- like he just needed to leave. But would it have been better if they had have gone with the original plan of Christian coming back? To turn on... To turn... Like, to... He, he's the creep... being in La Familia would have been pretty sick. Oh, it wouldn't have even been, like, La Familia. It would have been, like... It definitely uh, would have been, but alright. No, the the plan was to bring him back because you know how he's, like, the creepy little bastard in his previous run. Yeah. It's that he's the stalker. He's the one that's been fucking with Jeff Hardy because he's jealous that out that of... That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, because it makes sense. Out of everyone who's put their bodies on the line in those matches, people forget about him, you know? And he left and... I feel like I'd definitely forget about Chris Jericho a little more, but alright. 
He wasn't in the like triangle ladder matches. He wasn't in the original one, but he was in uh, TLC two and TLC three with Chris Benoit. Oh yeah, shit! I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, see, exactly. WWE erased <laughs> them from my brain. Exactly. Um, no. See, no, but see, like people forget about Chris Jericho being in those matches. But like, I mean, like storyline continuity wise, it made sense why Christian continuity. That's no. <laughs> not speaking the English. <laughs> but like, if you just look at this event and you don't look at anything they've done previously. It makes sense because Matt Hardy loses his belt, loses that championship he worked so hard for that he's trying to make prestigious, and then he sees his brother, you know, being out there in the main event. Everyone's talking about him, and then he like goes like, you know what, fuck this guy. But instead, you look at and you go, hang on a second, didn't you interfere on his behalf in the last match? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you? Aren't you like? So you're telling me that this is like a because they portray it as like a split second like change of mind. But do they? No, they don't. Okay, but it, at the same time, it doesn't. They definitely don't. They tell Jeff. Matt tells Jeff to put like the chair under the head and stuff, just so okay, he's not protected. But like straight up, if it was just this event, he's like, I lost my title. I'm depressed. I'm gonna kill my brother. Right? Makes sense. But he was still the champion when he was running around, burning down Jeff Hardy's house, attacking him in hotel stairwells. That still amazes. Chavo Guerrero hasn't figured <laughs> this shit out to this day. Yeah. So like, it just. It doesn't make sense, and it's bad. Even though they did it really well in this show. Anyways. Yeah. We should probably, like, Todd Grisham backstage yeah, with Randy Orton. Todd and Randy sitting in a tree. F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Jericho comes and kicks Todd out straight away. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he starts, like, sucking Randy's dick. He's like, hey, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, buddy? You now, listen, listen. Heel squat, heel squat. Heel squat, and Randy's like, don't you suck my dick. And he's like, oh, man. And he's like, I'm not, because you're totally going to be fired, like, I'm, tomorrow. It's my sympathy for you. It's a sympathy dick suck, bro. Yeah, bro. Bro, bro. It's bro. not gay if we're both wearing socks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing we always fucking said in high school. Sure. <laughs> not in my high school, because I wasn't in a high school full of gay people. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, um, your high school was not inclusive. No, it's full of stoners, bro. That sounds about right for your <laughs> high school. See, I'm just being very careful with the your high school <laughs> instead of the beep high school. <laughs> Alright. But- so, so, it's time for the... I cut in the podcast. You cut it here. Alright. I need to stretch it. Oh, fuck. You need to stretch your I ass hole. The Royal Rumble match. 30 superstars. One winner. The prize, a main event championship opportunity at WrestleMania 25. Over 20 years of history. It is now time for the Royal Rumble! 22 winners, a who's who of WWE superstars. What makes this match so special? Let's count the ways. 598. Since 1988, 598 superstars have tried to win the Rumble only to be eliminated. 36. The head of the 2009 Hall of Fame class holds the record for eliminating the most competitors. The record number of victims eliminated by the demented Kane in a single rumble match. Kane is going crazy here. He's on a rampage now. And entering his 11th consecutive rumble match, could the twisted and disturbed monster topple his own terrifying record? One, 
The ninth wonder of the world, China, is the only woman to ever compete in a rumble match. Unfortunately, someone had her number. Two minutes, 12 seconds. Rey Mysterio endured an hour, two minutes, and 12 seconds of fierce competition to make history with the longest appearance in a Rumble match. He did it! He did it! He did it! Rey Mysterio did it! Two seconds. The Warlord earned a dubious distinction with the shortest time in a Rumble match. There's the beat, Miss Ryder. There goes the beat. What a surprise, Warlord out of there. Three Stone Cold reigns in Royal Rumble wins with three grueling victories. Stone Cold is going to WrestleMania! And tonight, numbers mean everything, both the highs and the lows. Number one, a definite disadvantage where time is not on your side, yet a number that has produced the same amount of winners as the coveted number 30 spot. brings the greatest of fortunes. That would be number 27. Four men have won the Royal Rumble being the 27th selection. Tonight, will that number again lead to success? And to whoever wins the Rumble. Since 1993, 70% of the winners have gone on to win the big one at that year's WrestleMania. And that is the most telling number of them all. Tonight's the 22nd Royal Rumble match. If the numbers have shown us anything throughout its illustrious history, it's that anything can happen. Who will headline WrestleMania? It only happens once a year. There's only one road to WrestleMania, and it begins at the Royal Rumble. All right, shit, welcome back to the podcast. We're in a fucking rush here. Jack needs to catch a bus. So, Royal Rumble match. I have lists. I have entrance eliminations. If there's a spot that you remember that you liked during it, just let me fucking know. No worries. Number one, Rey Mysterio. He's so mysterious. Yeah. Number two. (laughs) No, well, my favorite bit. No, but but free the start. It was we do the, my favorite bit about every Rumble is the uh, Rumble promo, right? We're doing that. Like, we've got the yeah, parody I know, I before know. this. The parody that we just did. That's my favorite bit. So that's why we did a parody. Already. Okay, well, f- fucking thanks for tuning into the Royal Rumble. We got, we breezed through all the important stuff. We're done now. <laughs> what? That's that's the only bit of the Rumble match we need to pay attention okay, to. Yeah, is the sure. No, I just said that was my favorite bit of every Rumble. Okay. I love it. Um, fucking Rey Mysterio's shirt says... I, I literally thought it was just a shirt with a quote from you. <laughs> it's a 619 thang. It is thang. Thang. Um, I wrote Lawler and JR on commentary, Shades of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Years later. Real shit. Uh, Ray points at the sign and they do athletic shit yep. until... Carlito. I spit in the face of people, people who don't want to be cool. That sounds like a French accent. <laughs> It's basically French. I'm not... It's like goes straight to sin. It's like, I'm not a clumsy French waiter. Alright, and then f- fucking sandbag me on that. That was very funny. That was funny. I was just drinking. <laughs> Jackson alcoholic. I've been I'm sorry, drinking. Guys. I've been drinking. He's a bit of an alcoholic. I don't know what his deal is. Um, <laughs> Says you. 
Fuck off. We're not going to mention my alcoholism. <laughs> um, f- nothing really happens. Carlito does a fucking springboard moonsault, which is, like, kind of cool. Because I, cool. I thought his afro would, like, actually make him, like, <laughs> neck himself or something like a leader. But oh, that's funny. Number four, MVP. Fucking mid-card <laughs> rumble. Get one, to the ring. two, one, two. It stops. <laughs> oh Jesus! He doesn't have very Royal Rumble conducive music. He doesn't have like very good like run out music. No, it's, it's like when bad. like when Finn Balor does a run out, it's like really awkward because it has to be like, dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. it's just like ah. I'm in. <laughs> oh shit! Number five, the star of this match, the Great Khali. Yeah. And everyone, Renjin Singh. No, he literally, Carly just shits on everyone. Like, yeah. falling, like, running into the brain like, shots. How can one man get this, get him out? Uh, Carlito tries his finisher, the backstab running. <laughs> Carly just no-sells him. He's just like, no. Get off. <laughs> get the fuck off me. And so he just shits on everything. And then Carlito just cops a plunge. Yeah. Number six. Good stuff. Vladimir Kozlov. Hey, you know how I said one man couldn't get great Carly out of the Royal Rumble single-handedly? Well... Welcome to the minus five star match of the year. <laughs> We're still trying to push Kozlov. <laughs> I think he's still undefeated for a little bit because I yeah. think because I know Undertaker well, eventually unpinned. beats him. How about that? Unpinned. He's 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 no Goldberg. He's no fucking Sid. All right, I'm trying not to get off topic. Oh, our next <laughs> our next thing is going to be about um fucking Psycho Sid's win streak in nice. WCW. <laughs> it's well funny. Uh, so yeah, fucking Kozlov and uh, Kali just stare each other down, and then Koz just kind of throws him out. He throws like three dudes out. Yeah, he eliminates like MVP, and he eliminates Carlito, and then number seven, who can save the day? It's all about the game, and now you play it. It's all about control and the way that you marry into it. <laughs> That's a good one. So fucking Triple H versus Kozlov. Um. Wow. Triple H tells him to suck it and then throws him out. Yep, basically. <laughs> he fucking... I never thought I'd be angry about someone burying Kozlov, but... Here we are. Here we are. Number eight, it's Angry Boy Orton. He starts just fucking up trips, teasing yeah, it's crazy Finch. crazy how Triple H came out and then Orton came out. It's almost as if this is fucking rigged. <laughs> I don't like it. Bunch of shit happens and then probably your moment of the Royal Rumble match, we hear a bit of... Yo, 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 yo. This is hilarious. Shag on JTG is crime time. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. So they come out, right? And the thing at the top right says number 12, crime time. I don't know if it's number 12. Crime time. Number nine. Number nine. And so they come out and Drew Lord's, but only one of them can go in the match. Why do you love that man so much? How are we going to sort this out? So JTG's like, hold up, hold up, Shad. I've got an idea. We'll flip a coin. All right, I'll call and he flips the coin and he calls heads and lands heads and JTG's like nice I'll see you backstage and then he runs to the ring and the camera like pans back to sh- uh, Shad and he's holding up the coin and it's like a double headed coin <laughs> it's like a two faced coin yeah. without the scratches and shit and like, Jerry Law's like it's got two sides <laughs> it's got two sides <laughs> that's what he says does he actually <laughs> say it's got two sides yeah. <laughs> what a fucking man <laughs> I, is this, I thought that was pretty funny. Is this foreshadowing for their breakup like a year and a half later? Is this foreshadowing for Joe Lawler's stroke? <laughs> <laughs> it's my job to fucking make very mean-spirited jokes about Joey Lawler. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so JTG tries to eliminate Triple H. Doesn't happen. Fuck off, mate. Number 10. 
Yeah, priceless. Oh, kill me. Priceless. So, uh, update on the uh, whole legacy situation. Uh, Manu, gone. gone. Sim Snooker tried to join the group. No. He did. He got denied. Denied. DVRC came back and was like, hey, bada bing. Bada and boom. So, the rich kid. So, yeah. So, essentially, the nucleus of the group is the same as it was at the start. Yeah, pretty And much. we won't talk about Sim Snooker until WrestleMania 25, when, when he becomes a fucking meme. <laughs> Am I supposed oh to catch this man, or do I film? I do not know. It's almost like my camera doesn't actually work. <laughs> it's almost, what's the new wires that are coming out of this camera, boys? <laughs> fucking oath. So, obviously they team up. Uh, everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, Ray almost eliminates Tate. This is a very, like, not a lot of shit happens. No, this rumble, even though I remembered it really well, the rose tinted glasses, there's like one thing that happens that's lit. As I say to every girlfriend I've ever had, when you're wearing rose tinted glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. Jesus Christ. Bojack Horseman quote, bro. All right. This is where I get all my depressing material from. (laughs) Okay, so Jericho comes out, number 11. Uh, hits a lion salt, misses, the walls down. lands on his feet. Triple H tries to toss him out, but he's like, nah, boys. This, nothing's going to happen in this <laughs> rumble for at least another 20 minutes. Real shit. Number 12, moment of the night. First appearance on this podcast of my boy, Mike Knox. Mike Knox. We get another fucking appearance out of him. He get he's right. he's in a I'll he's in an elimination chamber match next oh, month, boys, Jesus for the world title, boys. <laughs> Mike Knox. Uh, he has no like because Kelly Kelly's not fucking him, and he can't stop her from strip teasing. Uh, he just decides to beat up Rey Mysterio, who's <laughs> the same height as Kelly Kelly, so it's fine. <laughs> same thing, really. He's practicing on Kelly. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Honestly, Mike Knox looks fucking great. Terrible. Dude, he's got like a massive beard. I didn't beard. want to talk about it, Mike Knox. He's fuck, I'd fuck him. Um, number 13, The Miz. Yay. He's got his, still got his shorts and fedora Yay. and really bad. <laughs> I didn't see that Finley. <laughs> Mexican <laughs> dance. Hornswoggle dances around you. <laughs> oh, um, John Morrison gets like an RKO for some reason. Yeah. And Miz gets one. And, and Jake chucked up. No, <laughs> no. JTG cops a pedigree. Uh, fucking Triple H buries John Morrison and Miz and throws them both out at yeah. the same fucking <laughs> yeah. time. That was so good. Just burying the shit. Speaking of Mexican hat dance, number fourteen. Finally. <laughs> uh, he comes out right. Right. And then Ray gets like tossed over the rope. And so, like we just talked about, um, the Miz and Morrison getting chucked out at once by Triple H. What Ray is like before Kofi did Kofi spots, Ray did Kofi spots. And <laughs> oh, so yeah. Ray gets chucked out and he falls like onto the Miz who's on the ground and then he like jumps onto John Morrison who's like kneeling and then back into the ring. <laughs> you know who doesn't need to do these shitty spots? Who? Ripple H. Ripley. One pedigree, he wins the Rumble match, <laughs> boys. Shit. So Hornswell goes under the ring. Oh, and fucking like straight up. Hornswoggle's not like why isn't he at ringside? What's he gonna be afraid of, bro? Does he just know, live bro. under the ring or what? Yeah, is this a, is this a no? Fucking... We know he lives under the ring. Oh yeah, because they go to little people caught. That under happens the ring. Survivor Series this year. Not at Survivor Series. No, it's but in the build up to yeah. it, that's the entire main event build up. <laughs> Did you know that that Survivor Series made Vince McMahon think about canceling Survivor Series forever? <laughs> 
right, let's keep going. Fifteen. Priceless, it's Cody. Cody Rhodes. And they yeah. lynch JTG. Yep. Very problematic. Kind of, that's kind of. And then, but then they lynch fellow Whitey Triple H, so it's fine. <laughs> and they just, they even beat up Mike Knox. And then fucking Ray just jumps out of somewhere and gets the RKO spot. Yeah, it was really crazy. And Jay, and Jay, uh, fucking Jerry Lawler goes, I, I think he just turned that into an RKO. <laughs> yep. And then Jay was that like, was the I, point. I think that's right. Can I get a replay on that? <laughs> and then he gets a replay on it and he's like, yeah, you were right there, King. That that was a bit of an RKO. He didn't just jump and then fall on his fucking face. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, 16, Undertaker. I cannot wait for his main event match oh, with Finley at WrestleMania no, 25. Shut up. It's going to be great. Undertaker's the best. Uh, he just fucking... Everyone runs into his fist. Yeah, it was hilarious. He like walks in, everyone's lined up, and they just take turns of running but, at him. But, JTG, you're gone. And then we get my quote of the night from Jim Ross. Man, the star power in this rumble match. <laughs> JTG. That's like zero. Gold dust. <laughs> Number seventeen. Gold dust. Uh, probably my favorite bit of the match. Uh, stare down with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, they do like the Rhodes down. Yeah, and st- and like Orton's like straight up like uh, you got to beat up your brother, man. We're gonna so Orton lays him out. He's like throw him out. Yeah. And Cody's like I'll do that, and then he does that, and he looks real depressed about it. I would be too. No. I would be too, being related to Goldust. <laughs> uh, up next, meow. Meow. CM Punk. Yeah. Fucking sandbag <laughs> me for a good while. He's uh, the Intercontinental Champion. He is. He, uh, that's the... Uh, doesn't fucking come out with the belt, though. No, he doesn't. Well, obviously not. Why wouldn't the you? Royal Rumble. Yeah, but it's your belt. A champion wears his belt. <laughs> God <laughs> damn Max it, Max Stryker. <laughs> Let me tell you something about so, this Jack Swag. What I like about this Jack Swagger kid, you know, if you're like me, you're a fan of the old school wrestling. You remember wrestling? You remember? Remember wrestling? Remember when the wrestlers wore their belts, boys? <laughs> That's the conclusion to the tournament we were talking about last time. Good stuff. Nineteen. Your moment of the night. Mark Henry and Tony Atlas yes, comes Tony out Atlas for thirty comes seconds. Out. Uh, apparently Henry's will is four hundred pounds. I don't His know. Will? Yeah, someone come <laughs> okay. and goes, like, he's got a four hundred pound will. <laughs> right. And he hits the slam to Triple H, and then number twenty, ain't, ain't no, no stopping, stopping me now. now. Still U.S. champ has not defended it on a single fucking show. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. He hits a pay on like everyone. It's like clearly he hits like a top rope. Peter to like Punk and Jericho I think. gotta make his moments count that and, was sick and King doesn't know what it is cause like <laughs> he does it to two people off the top and he's like that's kind of a uh, a reverse forward momentum DDT <laughs> but not <laughs> I'm like he's fucking finisher mate alright number 21 William Regal yay goes right for Punk and then fucking Henry got eliminated by Rey Mysterio and the camera missed it uh 22 it Kofi Kingston it's always uh, Eaton Shelton. Uh, he takes out everyone, even his fucking former tag champ partner, CM Punk. Uh, man for himself, baby. Taker is bleeding. I yeah. do not know how or why this happened, but he is bleeding. Yeah, it's weird. How do you fucking get busted open in a battle royal? <laughs> fucking Undertaker and Ric Flair are the only ones who know. 23. Uh, Kane, Kane fucks up everyone, teams up with Undertaker, yeah, double choke slam to everyone. 
and CM Punk eliminates William Regal. <laughs> Uh, 24, R-Truth comes out to mild yeah, no, apathy. It was really lame. 25, Rob Van Dam for his yes. one-night appearance before his TNA run. He returned. He does a bunch of Rob one Van Dam shit. Hey, hey. And then, my highlight of the match, 26, the greatest of all time, The Brian <laughs> Kendrick. He actually gets an elimination. He fucking he tosses does. Kofi out, and then... Ripple H wants to continue burying everyone just fucking throws him out <laughs> fucks it up on one side and has to change it and That's be like hilarious. fine I'll throw you out on this fucking no, side no Brian Kendrick fuck that up no Triple H fucked that, fuck that up Brian Kendrick never fucked up anything except <laughs> wellness tests the only thing part about Brian Kendrick is Ezekiel Jackson how dare you Brian Kendrick is the best part of everything he's involved in and that includes Matt Stryker All don't right, fuck sure. with me alright 28 the most famous you, spot. you missed 27 oh, oh shit yeah I did All right, Dolph Ziggler came out and tries to yeah, shake hands much, with that's Kane that's how much I don't care about Dolph Ziggler right now first pay per view appearance since repackaging yep uh, tries right. to shake Kane's hands gets thrown out I'm Dolph Ziggler and Kane shakes his hand then throws him out <laughs> fucking that's how you get new talent over bro uh, number right, 28. 28. Here's the most historic moment of the Rumble. Alright, so prior to this, the Warlord had the record for the quickest elimination in Royal Rumble history. No longer. Santino! <laughs> Comes out. I wasn't ready. Slides in, gets closed on by Kane right away. The record for the shortest time in the Royal Rumble match. Good shit. 29. Fucking Doug and Mania is running wild, brother. <laughs> the very first ever Royal Rumble winner. And this fucking old geriatric fuck who I love comes out and Kane and Undertaker have to sell for this motherfucker. <laughs> fucking oath. And, and number 30, I thought it was going to be Batista, but he's injured because he's totally not on steroids. <laughs> uh, it's my my boy Big Show. And there's, there's a little bit of an issue here because there's a bunch of fucking people in the ring and yeah. all the entrants have gone by. Yeah. I actually, like, was like... When, like, two minutes had passed, I was like, where's the next entry? And I was like, oh, they've literally gone through all of them. Yep. So... so Big Show is number 30 because... Vicky, he's given Vicky the dick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Big Show, I love you. So, I guess I'll just go through eliminations now. Uh, fucking Duggan gets shit on eliminated by Big Show. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, Show throws out R-Truth and punches <laughs> CM Punk. Show eliminates both Mike Knox and Mysterio. At the same time. Like, they're equal. Fucking Hornswoggle comes in and tries to dry hump Kane's leg, but gets just kicked <laughs> out. And Undertaker just kind of lives, gives him a little bit of a kick on the bum yeah, and runs hilarious. away. And Finley chucked, oh. gets chucked out by, by Kane. Kane. Codebreaker to Kane. Uh, Taker and Show stare lovingly into each other's eyes. Punchy. <laughs> RVD nails a frog splash and is immediately shat on by Jericho. <laughs> that was hilarious. And then Undertaker shows up, makes a rape face, throws Jericho out. Yeah. Good shit. And all of Legacy, like, tag it up on Kane. Yeah, yeah, they beat up Kane, eliminate him. Uh, they fuck up Taker and sh- everything. Um, there's the shit spot where Big Show turns on Triple H. Yeah, no, instead so, of- so everyone's in, like, the four, like... It, all right, so there's four corners in the ring, obviously. There's, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> there's uh, Triple H, Big Show, Jericho, and then all of Legacy in one corner. So, like, everyone's got their own corner. And instead of everyone attacking the three-man stable like they should in, a, like, a sensible world, Big Show just randomly attacks Triple H for no discernible reason. Big Show, he's got... He, um, he is literally, like, the spazziest wrestler. So, Undertaker gets, like, wrecked. <laughs> just everyone gets wrecked. Uh, literally... 
fucking nothing happens. Triple H, like, tries to stop everything. Doesn't quite. No, it doesn't happen. And then Orton throws... Orton's, like, it's Orton and Triple H. And then uh, Trips is distracted and Orton throws him out. And winner. And pointing at the sign, Randy Orton. Yeah. He is guaranteed a championship match at the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. 48 minutes and 27 seconds it took Randy Orton to win this Royal Rumble. Randy Orton is going to WrestleMania to become a champion, to compete in the main event, and it's guaranteed. Legacy definitely just won that match. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the idea of like because there's always the group in the Royal Rumble match, yeah. and this is like the the only yeah, fucking you're time. This is like Nexus, I think. Yeah, yeah. This is like the only fucking time a leader of a group's won it. Yeah. So overall. You know the fucking... This match was really weird because they say, like, an entrant every 90 seconds oh, no, definitely was wasn't every 90 seconds here. The reason we went through it so quickly is just because... It's... Yeah, no, there was just not much going on and the entrance went by really quickly. Like, we stopped on the right spots, but right. just not much. So, happened. match or moment of the night? General match vibe of the show? Oh, the match of the night always has to be the Royal Rumble. I would disagree. I thought this was kind of shitty. Like, it was, it was essentially... It's a Royal Rumble. You get one of them a year, it's always the match of the night. Unless you're in 2018. <laughs> It's fine. And you get a good Saudi Arabian rumble with my boy right. Baba Tunde. The Royal Rumble is my match of the night. And the moment of the night was probably Santino getting eliminated. I'd agree with that one, but I would honestly... First time match of the night winner, JBL versus John Cena. Honestly, that, oh, shit. that was my fucking match of the night. I never thought I'd say match of the night winner, JBL, but here we fucking are. And it's, it's weird with these shows because like normally... With the Rumble, the Rumble match makes or breaks it. Yeah. And I feel like it really... Made it. I... I don't know, because it was it was an easy sit-through, right? Because it, yeah. it was a short as shit Rumble. Yeah, it was. Everything was fine, but at the same time, I, I expect a little more from a Rumble beyond Rob Van Dam before his shitty TNA run, you know? Yeah. Anyways, good vibe. Do you want to wrap things up, boy? Yep. Um, Would you like to follow us on Twitter at PG Wrestling P-O gmail.com <laughs> P-O-D <laughs> at PG Wrestling Pod and if you want to send us an email question request uh, dick pic it is PG Wrestling P-O-D at gmail.com gmail. so from Jace Move and the sexiest man on earth also me Jace Move <laughs> have a good one lads alright peace <laughs>